pre-HEDS, I was a cleaning fiend. When I lost my job in radio, I dedicated my life, sorry son, to my son and my husband for better and or for worse. And I was the mom that was volunteering at everything my son had at school. I was taking him to school. I was picking him up. I was sending my husband off to work. I vacuumed the house from top to bottom every single day. And that was before nine o'clock. Post HEDS, I have learned to accept that perfectionism is not real. Not that it was real before, but when you vacuum every single day, it doesn't matter if you miss a spot because you'll get it tomorrow. You know, <laughs> my windows, my husband, it, I tell you, it was orgasmic when he pulled up to the house and he said, what did you do to the windows? I said, I know, right? <laughs> they looked like mirrors. I found this incredible stuff called invisible shield or no invisible glass, right? Invisible glass. That's what it is. And you spray it on the windows and wow, it's like you're looking into a mirror. The stuff is incredible. I cleaned and swept the curb of our house. Our neighbors don't do such a good job. So my husband laughed at me when I took these spare bricks from the back of our house and I built a moat. <laughs> and at the beginning of our curb where our property started, I built a little bridge or moat of bricks. My husband laughed his rear end off yesterday when he came home and looked and our neighbors have grass growing from the curb into the street. They've got pine needles, there's dirt. And then you look at our curb, even without me going out there and sweeping and cleaning it every couple of days, their dirt, it coming down through our yard to get down to the ditch drain. Now, perhaps that's a problem with our county and perhaps I'm not supposed to do that because I'm stopping drainage, but until they get the people up the street to put their trash can in their yard, I'm gonna keep my bridge, my moat, so I can keep what part of my curb clean that I can't physically go out and do. Our gutters, they were spotless. I cleaned, my favorite part was taking like a Q-tip and going between that rubber thing that's, you know, that seals the refrigerator, I just thought, <laughs> it's got to be clean. It can get sticky and icky up in there. That's what I did. I prided myself on taking care of my family and my home. It has taken me a long time. Being bedridden, losing my ability to walk and talk, my ability to breathe, the weight, allergic to all these foods, all this medication, able to smoke a joint and take a urine test and pass all at the same time. That's better than, than uh, uh, jumping a building in a single bound, right? Not saying I do or I don't, just saying the doctors were amazed because they were like, we've got to test this theory. And they did. And they said, oh my gosh, everything just runs through you. So I metabolize things. I guess that's the point of everything that I was trying to say. But I prided myself on everything I could do. And then when it all stopped in its tracks, my husband picked up the slack and did the very, very, very best he could. He worked seven days a week. 
He's helping me do modalities that the insurance doesn't cover because he sees that's the only way I'm getting up and doing anything. I'm not sitting there crying and wincing in pain. But I haven't learned to accept that just because I've gotten rid of some of my pain and because I'm not having to wear braces or, or use mobility aids, that there's that brain fog that we talk about. And there's that fatigue that we talk about. I just believe it's gone. I'm all fixed. And I'm not. I've been fighting having a cleaning company come in here because they just don't do it the way I want it done. And I don't want to spend the money. I'm cheap. And I mean, just the other day, I was sitting there comparing because Target had a sale. And I'm like, okay, Ziploc bags, $10.99 if I get this money, $5.99 if I get this money. So how much is that per bag? I even do it with the paper towels. I do all I can to make sure I save this family money because I feel so guilty because I've cost them so much. So I'm trying to be a good girl. I'm trying not to do things that I'm not supposed to do. Like right now, like I'm <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I did this wonderful interview and that's coming up next with Anne Marie Cross. I cannot wait for you to hear it. She's a fascinating woman. It's about adminning Facebook groups because we both admin EDS groups and I just wanted you to hear from somebody else what it's like. And I had done an interview yesterday Oh, I did a, my, my podcast yesterday. We were going to do the interview yesterday. And she said, are you up to doing it? Because you've already done one podcast. I said, I'm talking, of course. What are you talking about? Well, as I speak to you now, it's after an hour interview with Anne Marie. I took my son to Colonial Williamsburg. I picked up his yogurt because, you know, he's still getting over the wisdom teeth extraction. So he could, you know, eat. And then I stopped and got me a soda pop and carried myself back into the house when my husband got everything out of the trunk and helped me get back and medicate because as my body kind of gets cold, he keeps the house at 69 degrees because he works outside all day and it's like 94 and it has to be cool in the house. So I'm always wearing hoodies and things like that, real sexy. <laughs> Add my sauntering shuffle of a walk and I'm a catch. So my body starts going into spasms when I get real cold. So I came back, I'm medicated, and I said, all right, I know it. I need to go ahead and put my neck collar on because, well, my neck's starting to fidget. It's starting to bend a little bit. Do I fight it and pay for it later? Or do I just put my neck collar on because my neck's not used to being without strangling fascia holding it up? Just like my feet. I'm trying to get used to walking without having tons of adhesions in my feet. So I go ahead, put my neck collar on, my hoodie. My I, my zip-up hoodie broke, and I was devastated. And my son, who has a hoodie for every day of the month plus, said, Mom, because he's quit wearing them now. I guess they're out of fashion for him. He's on to the next thing. He's like, why don't you just wear some of my hoodies? I'm like, well, they're pullover hoodies, son. And but then I got to put one on. I'm like, oh, it's so soft. So boom, I've got a whole plethora of hoodies now. And I don't have to pay a dime. I already bought them. So I put on my son's hoodie. He's six foot three. He's my baby. And I can wear my son's hand-me-downs. So I'm sitting here. And as I'm doing all I can to hold my eyes open. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. Did I shower today? I showered. I do my AWA zero agenda. That's my three things. I've already done my three things. 
I put my paperwork up here beside me on the bed because I'm thinking, ah, I've got to pay those bills that were due the first of the month. And I'm taking my medication and I dropped a pill. My husband, kind enough to sit there and bend down the floor to help me get it, and he needed a flashlight, and he went, <gasps> You don't look, Christy, don't look. I'm so embarrassed. And I said, What? And I looked, and I said, What cat hair? <laughs> the floor's just covered. Bertram, that's for those of you that might not know. He's my rumba, and I just realized what rumba means, like roomba, roomba, room. I didn't quite get it, but his name is Bartram. Bertram runs like every day, but he can't always get under things, and he couldn't get underneath this chair or this end table where I dropped the pill. And my husband just, I just, I mean, I'm like, dude, you work seven days a week. You carry me to bed when I overdo it, which is every day. And then you pretty much put the food in my fork and put it in my mouth, you know? I mean, and you're helping, I mean, really, you're doing everything. And, and plus, you know, I'm not worried about a little bit of cat hair. But he was mortified. So for that reason, I think I need to call this other cleaning woman and see if I can get her to come by and see if it's worth it what she's going to charge. Because I don't want my husband to lose focus. I gave up on perfectionism. Well, I didn't really give up. I'm just putting it on the back burner, I'll be honest. But I gave up on worrying about every single little thing being perfectly clean when I lost my ability to walk, talk, and breathe and eat. So, now that I can do those things, I told my husband, I said, look, I said, rather than do that podcast, I should have been swiffer in the floors. I could have gotten underneath. I could have done that. It's not your problem. He said, are you an idiot with love? You're not supposed to be doing those things, Christy. You're, you're not ready. You can't do it. Why would you try to set yourself back? You've come so far. Really? Don't make me mad. So, because I felt like my husband feels like he's let me down because he didn't get underneath the chair and this, that, and the other, and my philosophy right now is, what can hear? I don't see any. I think we're good to go. The fact that I've been able to push those things to the side is a big step for me. That's a big accomplishment to let go, you know, of what I used to do. And that's why this podcast means so much to me. Because when I was in radio, it was a male-dominated field, and there was men that tried to push me down. And I see a dirty joke there, but I'm not going to go there. But there were men that tried to keep me down and not let me go any further than where I was. This podcast has given me the ability to do what they wouldn't let me do. And now I can hopefully help others by sharing the things that you don't always hear in Facebook groups and things that you're not going to hear from your doctors by presenting you with individuals that have a great story to tell. That's why I'm excited for you to listen to this next interview, Anne Marie Cross. I got to meet her through Facebook 
via an EDS group, and well, you'll hear about it when you listen to it, but I'm real excited because this podcast has given me the opportunity to share with you what I have learned, and I'm very grateful and thankful that you come back each and every day. Real appreciative of that. So, as I sit back and look at my paperwork and think about what I might be able to do with it. Make sure nothing's going to be cut off. So I'll go ahead and pay those bills. (laughs) Take care of that until it's time for my son to come home. Maybe sit back and watch a movie or something with my husband. I am going to ignore anything other than what is in my area, my perimeter around me right now. If I can't reach it and do it, it's not going to happen. That's the way I'm going to look at it, and that's where I'll leave it. I hope you're having a very pain-free day. I hope if you're feeling down, we've maybe brought you up a little bit, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for the interview with Anne-Marie, Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.